0: While the Boston Bruins were able to erase a three-goal deficit against the Pittsburgh Penguins last night. It was Sidney Crosby who showed them how to close. We'll talk about it on a brand-new episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things Spoked be. Today is Friday, January 5th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your daily routine. Free and available on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code Locked On NHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. The Boston Bruins had their four game win streak snapped last night in a wild game against the Pittsburgh Penguins. We'll talk about that in a moment. Quick reminder, you can find the podcast on social media at Bruins, and you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey thoughts at Ian C. McLaren. Crazy first period last night between the Bruins and Penguins. Three, no, sorry, five goals scored within the first seven minutes and 21 seconds. I believe it was the fastest... Five goals scored in any game around the NHL this season. The Bruins, however, found themselves down 4-2 after one. And they eventually faced a 5-2 deficit thanks to a Jeff Carter goal in the second period. They were able to come all the way back thanks to goals from Morgan Geeky, Jake DeBrusk, and a sensational shorthanded goal by Brad Marchand, which was his second goal of the night. However, at 11-19 of the third period, Sidney Crosby scored his 22nd goal of the season, and the Penguins took a 6-5 lead. Now, let's set up this scenario. The Bruins, down by one, late in the game, goalie pulled, We've seen it so many times before this season where the opposition has been able to score on the Bruins in that scenario and push it to overtime or just outright win in regulation. The Bruins were absolutely buzzing. They were getting some, some opportunities, some chances. A, the Penguins were able to clear, which the Bruins have had troubles with in that situation previously. And not only that, Sidney Crosby outraced Hampus Lindholm to beat out the icing, which killed an incredible amount of time in which the Bruins could have been at the other end, peppering Alex Nedeljkovic with the puck. So, you clear, Chase, and I was listening to the 32 Thoughts podcast this morning, and Elliot Freeman of Sportsnet, uh, you know, shared... The sentiment that's widely out there that a like Sidney Crosby is a first liner All Star player with a fourth line mentality, and we saw that all night last night. Sidney Crosby just looked sensational. I mean, there were several Bruins who looked very good as well. You had Brad Marchand stepping up with a couple goals. You had Morgan Geeky and David Pasternak with a goal and two assists each. But Sid was just on another level, and he showed it by beating out that icing and helping his team secure two points when they're playing desperate hockey at the moment. They're trying to secure a playoff spot. They had high expectations coming in after acquiring Eric Carlson, who played pretty well last night as well, getting uh, at least one assist. The Bruins kind of receiving a lesson here in A, playing desperate hockey getting that extra two points that are on the line, which, you know, yeah, they are up there in the NHL standings, but really every point matters. We're not even at the halfway point yet of the season and, uh, the Bruins falling back to second place after last night's loss and with Colorado and the Rangers winning, uh, Brad Marchand remarked about how Sidney Crosby's maybe, Somewhat underappreciated at this point in his career. Still getting it done. And I was just blown away, as was Hampus Lindholm, by that icing beat out last night by Sidney Crosby. Now, on the other end of the spectrum for the Bruins, there was a lot of talk about some of the young guys not getting a lot of ice time last night. Oscar Steen, Georgie Merkulov, John Beecher, all... Between six and seven minutes of ice time on defense, you had Mason lori with eight and a half minutes as well. A lot of questions about shortening the bench, uh putting yourself at a disadvantage by relying too heavily on your top end guys. Why bring up Georgie Merkulov if you're not gonna play him in a scoring role? Well, my question is: who's he bumping out of the top six or even the top nine? Um I saw a suggestion here on Twitter this morning, Morgan Geeky. Well, Geeky had a goal and two assists last night, and he's been playing exceptionally well as of late. So that's not happening. With Matt Potter coming back as early as tomorrow, we could see Murky Love back down, uh, applying a trade in and developing his game at the AHL level. Uh, you know, all credit to the Bruins for erasing that three-goal deficit. Showed a lot of fortitude to come back to tie the game in the third period on that sensational shorthanded goal by our short rat king, captain Brad Marchand. Uh, But Crosby took it to the next level with the game-winning goal and that outstanding defensive play later on in the game to beat out the icing and uh, secure the two points. For his team. Now the Penguins again. They are playing rather desperate hockey. They're on the outside. Looking in one point back of. Uh, tomorrow's opponent for the Bruins. Which is the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're tied with. New Jersey. Washington. And Detroit. Uh, with 42 points. All in the thick of the wild race. First spot held on by the Flyers at the moment. And the. Lightning have the second spot so it's going to be really tight down the stretch and the bruins need to play that kind of desperate hockey in order to get the two points from these teams that are really fighting already to get into the playoff race we saw you know last year the florida panthers they were playing that playoff mentality for weeks heading into the first round The Bruins had locked everything up by then. First place, uh, playoff spot, President's Trophy. Um, They didn't bench a lot of guys. That may have been to their detriment with some injuries that came up. So, again, a learning experience here for the Bruins, and hopefully they can spin it into a positive here as they move on and get ready for tomorrow night's game against Tampa, which we will preview later on. Uh, coming up, we'll discuss David Pasternak being named to the All-Star team and who may join him up here in Toronto uh, for those festivities. The NFL season is winding down, but the deals remain red hot on FanDuel. There's still time to get in on the action with America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets win or lose. Their app is so easy to use and there are so many different ways to bet like live, same game parlays. Their new explore tab allows you to find new bets and you can make a parlay in the parlay hub, the best way to find popular parlays and even more. Visit fanduel.com/lockedon and make your first bet a layup Get in on the action with the NFL, NBA, NHL. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. Thank you so much once again for making Locked On Bruins part of your daily routine. Free and available on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. And speaking of YouTube, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right. A huge congratulations is owed to David Pasternak for being named to the NHL All-Star team. The NHL named 32 Selections last night, one from each team. Fans will now select the final 12 players, eight skaters, and four goalies for the All Star festivities through a vote online. NHL.com slash vote. And uh, it's time to get out there and support some other Bruins who we may believe to be worthy. I think the obvious choice would be Jeremy Swayman, despite his performance. Last night wasn't all on him. 922 save percentage, which is good for a tie for fourth in the NHL. He has been uh, sensational this season, to be sure. You could also make a case for uh, Brad Marchand, I suppose. 35 points through 37 games. But Pasternak, obviously, the star of stars for the Bruins this year. 23 goals, 30 assists for 53 points. And if I'm voting for another Bruin, it will be uh, Jeremy Swayman. When I do vote for another Bruin, it will be Jeremy Swayman. All right, let's just touch back on the Georgie Merkulov situation here for a moment. There's a lot of conversation on X, formerly known as Twitter, about why recall him if you're just going to play him on the fourth line, if you're not going to give him minutes. And, And I see that. He was rolling pretty hot for Providence before his recall and has been given limited opportunities to succeed with an average of 10 minutes of ice time. He's got three shots in four games. Um, Seen a little bit of power play time, but the reality is who's he bumping out of the top nine at the moment? You have Zaka, Geeky, Pasternak who are playing very well geeky had three points last night 11 over his past 13 games Marshawn Coyle DeBrusque that line is pretty effective you're not bumping any of those guys out of the top six you could make a case for geeky but he's stepped up quite a bit since Matt Potra was sent to play for team Canada, and. He deserves to be up in there as long as he's continuing to produce. You could make an argument for Danton Heinen to be sent to the fourth line. You could do Beecher, Heinen, Steen, and have Murkielov play with James Van Riemsdyk and Trent Frederick. But the reality is, they're three and one in his recall stint, uh, second overall, and you know Jim Montgomery is under no obligation to blow up his lines in order to see what this rookie is able to accomplish. Um, You could call that bad management. I mean, perhaps it would have made more sense for Don Sweeney to keep him at the AHL level, let him cook, and um, see what happens. Or they recall more of a a defensive-minded player to play those fourth-line roles. I don't know. It's an interesting question. It's not entirely fair to say that the Bruins haven't been giving young guys a shot this season. Mason Lorais played a bunch of games. John Beecher started the season as fourth line center. You have Matt Patra, who's been playing up and down the lineup and has looked very good so far for the Boston Bruins as a 19 year old. And even Geeky and Frederick, you know, they're not. The oldest guys they're still fairly young and um have been getting he's been getting some good ice time as well the Bruins now have a plethora of centers in the lineup with Zaka Geeky, Coyle Frederick Beecher Pasternak, and Merkulov technically uh Merkulov likely will be sent back to the AHL with Patra uh stepping into the lineup uh but we'll see here how they manage the center position. Uh, Zaka's been on the wing for a bit. Potra may play on the wing for a little bit. Um, You know, even last night, as Fluto Shinzawa points out, Merkulov lost a defensive zone battle in the first period to Jansen Harkins prior to Pittsburgh's second goal. He hasn't really shown his offensive skill set, although playing on the fourth line, you're not really putting him in a position to express those talents. Maybe Beecher's hitting a wall. Um, What are they going to do with Patra? They have a lot of options, but they have to find the right mix at the moment, and we'll see what happens here with Patra uh, coming back. But Kiki's been playing well. Charlie Coyle's having... Near career season, and um, there's really not too much to complain about at the moment. And if uh, you really think that Murkilov is going to outplay Morgan Geeky at the moment, then fine, but I, I just don't see what there is to get too mad about it at the moment. Uh, the Bruins will be in action tomorrow night against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And we will preview that game here as the podcast continues. Sleeper is the place to be to play fantasy hockey this season. Daily fantasy hockey, in fact, where you can get 100 times your cash in daily contests through Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network, our number one choice for daily fantasy sports. All you have to do is pick whether David Posternak, Jeremy Swayman will record more or less on their sleeper projections for goals, assists, or saves. To win a 100-time bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of 8-player stats. So win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleeper. Start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions do apply, but that's code locked on NHL. See Sleepers Terms of Use for details and locational availability. The Boston Bruins will be back in action on Saturday as they host the Tampa Bay Lightning. And this will be before they head out on a four game Western Conference road trip that we'll preview on the next episode, which will be on Monday. Uh, They're coming off a win over the Minnesota Wild. They're six and four over their last 10 games. The Bruins, five, three, and two over their last 10, uh, four and one in their last five. Uh, Kind of a streaky team here. They lost four, they've won four, and now they lost one again last night. Nikita Kucherov, right up there with the best in the game this season. He's got seven points over his last five games, four goals and three assists. Victor Hedman really back for the Lightning. He's got five assists over the last five games as well. David Pasternak rolling for the Bruins with nine points in five games. Now, these two teams fairly evenly matched in terms of offensive production. Tampa Bay ranks 14th at 3.27, 3.25, I should say. The Bruins are at 3.27. They're 13th and 14th respectively in the NHL. Lightning a bit leakier defensively. They're allowing 3.4 goals per game, which is ranked 25th. The Bruins are 20 uh or sorry, 5th at 2.65. Both teams have fantastic power plays. Tampa's third. Bruins are fifth. Boston's penalty kill is third, whereas the Lightning are at 80.5. Uh, yeah, always a spirited affair between these two teams. It's the second of four meetings, the lightning won in overtime on November 20th by a score of five to four. And, uh, that was one of those games where the Bruins were holding a late lead and allowed Tampa to score in the final seconds, giving the game away with five seconds remaining tying it and then brandon hagel won it in overtime so again you need that mentality where you are able to close out games get the job done and uh really um close things out especially against teams that are fighting for playoff spots which the lightning are uh right now tampa bay sits Fourth in the Atlantic division. They are only one point up on Detroit. Detroit has a game in hand. They have equal point percentages, but Tampa at a minus five goal differential. Yes, Andre Vasilevsky was out uh to start the season, which set them back a little bit. They've got some injuries on the back end as well. Uh I believe Mikhail Sergachev has not been around. Lately, but um, still a lot of talent offensively and the Bruins don't want to get into another track meet like they did last night with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, They are in a wild card spot right now, but if you go by point percentage, they're behind New Jersey and Washington as well as Philadelphia and Pittsburgh in that race for a wild card spot it would be quite surprising if tampa's not in the playoff picture uh we all you know are so used to them being right up there with the best in the nhl they're struggling a bit offensively this season and uh we'll see there if they can uh, get it going against boston or keep going after beating the uh the wild last night that was a 4-3 game. Um, and who scored for them last night? Let's see who their top players were. Again, Bruins, Lightning, always pretty wild. Sorry, that was a 4-1 decision with goals scored by Darren Radish, who had two goals from the blue line, Victor Hedman, and Brandon Hagel scoring as well. So some offense from the back end there for the Lightning, who were playing. Once again, without uh, Mikhail Sergachev, Radish stepping up with 24, 25 minutes and 41 seconds of ice time and getting the two goals. So watch out for him again tomorrow night. All right, that's it for today's episode of Locked on Boston Bruins. Thank you for joining me this week. The first week of 2024, exciting times ahead for the Bruins as we count down to the trade deadline and the playoffs. You don't want to miss a thing, so please do subscribe and uh, join me every day here on Locked On Boston Ruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every single day. Take care of yourselves, friends. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you again here on Monday.